Live event last night, Paula. Yeah, Josh, I heard you went to a nightclub filled <laughs> with hundreds of people. Most were not coughing. So yeah, that's it's good. called Cough Cough Kiss. We all licked each other. No, cough, I went cough, to kiss. <laughs> Cough Cough Kiss presents a night of lick and love. <laughs> uh, no, parentheses. <laughs> the spit and tell stories <laughs> featuring. Grandma. <laughs> uh, no, I went into a drive-in event. That's cute. Yeah, it was fun. I went to a comedy show that was in a parking lot uh, where they set up a whole stage and things. It was actually really, really, really lovely and safe. They did a great job of spacing out all the cars, letting you know how much space there was. Um, you could get drinks or food and they would bring it to you. So you do it online and they'd bring it and kind of deliver the food. It was really great. And it, just got me thinking about how movies and movie theaters and things like that, like we're just reverting back to the originals, baby. We're going yeah. back to the beginning. Back to the fifties. Exactly. Um, have you been to any drive-in movies since they've been having their resurgence or have you I ever have, been to one? I have actually, this was the first drive-in event I've ever been to pandemic or otherwise. Wow. What a loser. <laughs> 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 I guess you never just you straight to the point huh? teen. no I just made out in movie theaters not <laughs> outdoor <laughs> movie theaters driving movie theaters seem very much part of your aesthetic and or upbringing thank you yes I did not go to drive-in movie theaters just because they were not accessible heard tell of them quite a bit sure um i have gone to them though as an adult there there was one in the suburbs it's now selling out like crazy which is awesome um love to see one thing doing well financially yeah right <laughs> it was funny because that I isn't like it, amazon <laughs> right exactly or like uh yeah <laughs> defense contracts um <laughs> yeah earlier in the year there was a there was a gross boss, box office number so like the like actual like movie ticket sales yeah. like highest grossing movie of the year and i may get this wrong but as we've said before you don't come to this contact uh, for, to this podcast for facts don't come here don't come here going i'm gonna learn something honey you're not the only thing you're gonna learn is like josh's audition song for his high school musical i can't tell you that but i can tell you for my acapella group it was uh hollow notes is i can't go for that but that's besides the point if and it is on Jeopardy, folks, you'll be ready. <laughs> so the top grossing movie of live movie ticket sales this year at one point was the 1993 film Jurassic Park. That's the best. Right? That's the best thing. I love that. They were just showing like Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones and like all the and Jaws and things like that. Movies like classic people actually want to see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so as opposed to like Tenet. Um, and so they were showing Jurassic Park and it was just like because it, it was at the top of the box office list with like $500,000 was the amount of box office that it had. I would I really I didn't go to a lot of movies not because I didn't like I love movie theaters but um time who has an hour and a half you know sure 
Um, Nowadays, more like two hours, two hours plus. Oh, too long. I can kiss wherever I want now. Um, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't, I've never kissed people in movie theaters. Um, I did speech. <laughs> I was too busy with newspaper. Um, but I really miss a movie theater. Really? I really miss like a concession stand and a movie theater and those annoying little trailers. Um, and I have nothing funny to say. It's just one of those things that I'm like, I think I just miss having the option. I think I miss saying, oh my God, we should go to a movie tonight. And then 10 minutes before it's time to leave texting being like, I can't make it girl. <laughs> but you came Sorry, up with girl. the idea. Sorry, girl. Not feeling good. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay in, girl. <laughs> I'm just going to watch a movie here. I'm going to make popcorn and spill something sticky on my own floor. Sorry, girl. Text me tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to bring you the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Howdy. <laughs> Paula, what's our topic this week? Nailing it. <laughs> Which we are doing right now. We're definitely nailing this intro. I thought it was good. It was good. Hey, Josh, if you don't like it, I can swap you out. <laughs> <laughs> you are editing this I've week. Got, I've got Mark Marin waiting on the other line. He, I, I call Mark Marin in every, every episode. Week. <laughs> I say, maybe this is your week, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh, I think I'm excited about this topic because I love a topic that could be whatever we want. (laughs) (laughs) People are like nailing it. What do they have in mind? The answer, honey, nothing. (laughs) Nails, fingernails, pep talks. Nailing it could mean so many things. Nine inch nails. He's reading through our notes document. Yeah. (laughs) Paula, how are you at building stuff? Um, I think that I'm better than I actually am. Mm, Yeah. You know, um, but I, you know, when faced with an Ikea piece of furniture, I can get the first few steps done before I start crying and make David do it. Sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm in a similar boat. I also start crying and have David do it. Um, (laughs) I no, I'm, I think I'm a lot better than I am, but I also am a lot better than I fear. Yeah. If that makes sense, which probably just makes me average. Yeah, um average at it. Good job, bud. Yeah, thank you. I just, you know, strive for strive for really that middle line. Yeah. Um, my mom used likes to tell a story about when I was mm, fifth grade. How old, old are you in fifth grade? Like 10, 11, something like that. Uh, if you're good, if not, 16, 17. <laughs> sure. No right and wrong answers to that question, bud. Um, so I was in a production of Lost in Yonkers at the local community theater. Uh, now, can I ask a question? Yeah, please. That's not a sequel to Hello, Dolly. It's not, no. I Lost- would love for it to be. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dolly, then Lost in Yonkers? Well, yeah, I think they both take place in Yonkers. It's possible that Hello, Dolly takes place in Yonkers. Or maybe I, I just like I just like pictured it in the beautiful, fast-paced world of Yonkers. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it is part of Neil Simon's. He's got like a semi-autobiographical trilogy of plays. 
um brighton beach memoirs is also kind of part of that arc so it is kind of and part the of odd couple yeah right <laughs> the third the third one yeah i mean it's wacky roommate <laughs> exactly is there tension who knows <laughs> So I was in this play and we had to build part of the set or something like that. And apparently the other, I'm going to call us child actors, uh, the people who were like not adults who were in the play had a lot of trouble mailing. Tiny Neil Simons. Yeah. Tiny Neil Simons. Simonettes. Simonettes. (laughs) We, uh, We helped, we were trying to do something and it like took us forever to nail something onto a wall and we were doing it very badly and everyone else was laughing at us. And my mom always jokes that I'm really bad at, building things because of that but also i was 10 of course i was bad at it yeah they could not be doing yeah that's wild. why did you give me a hammer and nails i can't you barely trust me with a knife at 10 (laughs) or now yeah it's true um what did they have you building just like sets or like putting stuff up on the wall or whatever you know that that kind of you know theater shit um but now i'm pretty okay at it yeah that's good you put up stuff. You have pictures hanging behind you. I literally just changed up my gallery wall. That's right, millennials. I have a gallery wall in my mm. apartment. He takes a big bite of an avocado toast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And just, why can't I buy a home? <laughs> um, it looks great. Thank you. Uh, I, the, your story reminds me. Do you want to hear something unhinged? Always. So I went to, how would I call it? Like an eccentric kindergarten. Okay. A kindergarten that believed in the power of the imagination. Sure. That sounds like my elementary school. Sure. I think the, I think the exact term is like, it was probably like, um, I don't want to say it's Methodist. What is that thing where you decide? What Montessori. You Montessori. <laughs> Not, Methodist. <laughs> Not Methodist. Not Methodist. Um, and there was a corner in my elementary school class, mm-hmm. my kindergarten class called building it. And there were just saws and hammers and nails. And you could just go back there and build stuff. As a kindergartner. As a kindergartner. With tiny stubby fingers. Sometimes I vaguely remember like a dad coming in to help, but it certainly was not like the dad was always there. Sure. It was like you were on your own. Get cracking. (laughs) Yeah. I spent I spent my entire kindergarten year trying to make a teeter totter like a seesaw. Mm. Didn't come to be. Didn't come to fruition. Uh, I got it. But that's because I was left to my own devices. Handed me a hammer. They're like, "Have fun, dummy." <laughs> we. My elementary school was a progressive elementary school, so I think I've mentioned this before. Where we kind of did project based learning, so. If we studied France, we would paint in class and we would learn language and the math problems would be related to France. And, you know, we learned vocabulary, blah, 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 blah. Um, And most of that all happened in the same classroom. We didn't change classes, but we'd have, I guess, what you would now call electives, uh, you know, music and gym and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things we had was Sloyd. What is Sloyd? Sloyd is woodworking, but Scandinavian. Huh. It was like education through woodworking and building. Was this a public school? Yes, this was a public school. Goddamn hippies. Yeah, truly, truly. So we would do Sloyd, which every time I said it out loud to anyone who went to any of the other elementary schools, 
in my town was like, what the fuck is Sloyd? My question is, why is this one elementary school just like, we're going to do what we want? Well, there was actually, if you put, if you plotted all the elementary schools on a spectrum of uh, like rigid traditional education mm-hmm. to fuck it, do whatever. We and were I, actually- I have with your school, with your town. Sure. I've um, imagined what Acton was like in the mid nineties just yeah. for fun. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually the second hippiest. What was the first hippiest? You just nap. <laughs> um, they did all school field trips. So okay. like the entire school K through six would go on the same field trip together. Okay. They No, I think yours is still more hippie. Mm, they looped years. So like they'd, you'd keep the same teacher in the same class for two years. So you did third and fourth grade together. Yeah, we did that. And that was Alaska. That's not hippie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I guess every grade had a different colored shirt at McCarthy Town and they all were the colors of the rainbow. And I'm just digging my own grave. Yeah, here. You're, you're, you're the hippie here. Yeah. I've, well, ours was ours wasn't looped, but it was like um, it would be like like smart first graders and stupid second graders. Oh no! You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's so cruel. And they were pretty clear about that. Oh no! <laughs> so. That's how it went. That's like instead of grades, it was just like you all are vaguely as smart and dumb as each other. Yeah. <laughs> this group goes together. This group goes together. This group goes together. Yes. A hundred percent. You're the same level of kid dumb. <laughs> but that's the thing is, uh, you're not dumb when you're a kid. You're just kid dumb. Yeah. Is a really good way to put it. So like yeah. to your example, I wouldn't expect a child to know how to make a simple machine like a seesaw teeter-totter kind of situation. Yeah, I still don't think I could make it right now as a, how old am I? 18-year-old woman. <laughs> it's the weirdest joke that you could that you do. Um, they're just like, you just don't have enough experiences, and so you either over or under-engineer something as a child. <laughs> like, think about the way that you thought the world worked. Like, basic yeah. stuff as a child. Like, you know, when I first started driving and, uh, folks, I felt really dumb when I realized this, um, I was like, all right, so cars have engines. It goes by, you know, you press in the gas and it goes on the, on the engine. And the first time I tried driving on a hill, I was like, huh, I don't have to accelerate as much when I'm going down the hill and I have to accelerate more when I'm going up the hill. And for some, and I was like, like a bike. I was like, for some reason, I just didn't think that cars followed the laws of physics. This was, you know, as a 16 year old, I was like, heavy thing, go down fast, go up, not as fast. It was just completely, completely missed upon me. I was like, cause engine go same Um, always. (laughs) Josh, I love when you say something where you're like, how silly was I not to know that? And I'm sitting here going, yes. He's right, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Engine is like car. And or <laughs> engine is like bike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. You know, there are just like different types of dads. Yes. 
Big dads, little dads, dads who climb on rocks. <laughs> what is that um, the commercial song too? I don't know. <laughs> hot dogs. Da-da, hot dogs. Something about hot dogs. All right. Anyway, yeah, there's lots of different kinds of dads. Yeah, and like I feel and like you know what? I feel blessed that we live in a society with different types of dads. Lots of different types of dads. And when I say dads here, I just mean like that dad energy it can be whoever fills that role for you in your life. And it feels like every dad is blessed with one or two dad superpowers. So some dads are like really good at the like get down on one knee and give you like a nice little pep talk champ. Mm-hmm. One some, type of nailing it. Yep. Yeah, uh, some dads are really good at, you know, like my dad, uh, just a joke always. Always has a joke at the ready, if not five. Just That's groaners. Nice. That's a good dad energy. Yeah. Um, but like the dad that I know that I'm never going to be is like fixer upper dad. Mm. You know, fix where you're like, dad. yeah, fix, yeah, dad the builder. <laughs> Um, that is my dad. My dad uh, is gotcha. the dad, the builder. He has you can, the like, other look quality. at a car and it's like, oh, mm, list specs, whatever. Looks 100%. at house and it's like, oh, that's a great uh, drill bit. Yes. He, he's flipped houses for fun. Like he was like, ah, I'm bored. Flipped houses. Huh. He is like amazing at that stuff. We'll look at a tire and go, all right. Yeah. You got about 50,000 miles left on that thing. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> how and and his like favorite hobby in the whole world is i it's a little treat for him when he comes and visits in times where you can visit i like to clog up the shower drain and then he goes well did you put the draino in i bought you and i go i think it's in the i think it's in the bag and then he goes well we have to go to the hardware store and get a snake for it and we do this every time it's a fun little game <laughs> it it does feel like you get a mental map of the hardware store when you like, I don't know how to go to a hardware store without my dad. No. Have you tried to? It is so overwhelming. It's incredibly overwhelming. It makes you be like, I didn't even know. It's like how like I, I barely register that you can cook soup. Like there's things where I'm like, you only can buy this pre-made. And I feel like hardware (laughs) stores are that broken down times infinity. Like you go and there's so many different types of things. And you're like, we as human beings, the opportunities are limitless. Similarly, I will never use most of these things. <laughs> yeah, why can't we have every hole in every surface be the same size? That's what I'm always screaming. Yeah, small, medium, that, large. That's it. That, and speaking <laughs> of that, my protest. Tomorrow at the bean. <laughs> <laughs> same types of holes. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else going on right now. Yeah, right. Time to focus our energy on that. Um, you know what's so what's like so specific about hardware stores is like the smell. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The like, like plywood, metal, popcorn smell. Yes, yes. It Did you smells- have popcorn at your Ace Hardware? No. Well, we would go. My parents would bring us because they'd we'd go to the hardware store to like you know, get whatever we needed. And they bribe us to go with them on these errands because there was popcorn at the Ace Hardware in Acton, Massachusetts. I, you know what? I'm not a fool here. You're not, you're not bribing me with popcorn. <laughs> I know that you're getting that for free. It's going to cost my, uh, 
my loyalty. <laughs> I'm going for the good. The only reason I go to the hardware store is to find the right piece. Yeah. Come on, mom and dad, grab that hammer. Time to get to work. <laughs> I want oh, some wait. paint chips. <laughs> uh, did you do that? I There is something about a hardware store that makes me go, I'm probably going to do a project with these. And then I just collect as many paint samples as I can possibly get. Really? I will walk, yes. I will walk out of there with an, just an armful of paint samples going, this is going to be a craft. And it is never. I just end up throwing them away. <laughs> you what love the idea of a craft. Do? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, the only time I ever go to the hardware store anymore is when I move apartments and I need a spare key set made. Yeah. And even then there's too many options. Well, have you walked around like a Menards or something? I've heard tell of a Menards. I've never been to a Menards. The things that they sell in there. It's like, yes, there's tools. There's also furniture, a toy section, a bin of movies that were all filmed in the year 2000. And you open it and you're like... That was a film, wasn't it? Um, candy, just like weird kinds of candy for sale. You can get anything there. It really is like they kind of took anything that dads might want to buy and were like, well, hopefully you can just get it here. <laughs> it's like dad-specific Costco. Yes. It's like, oh, you wanted to get a hammer, a lamp, once upon a princess, and a bag of winter mints right over here, aisle three. And I don't want to push you too far, but there is fishing gear in aisle seven. <laughs> Overwhelming. <laughs> Did you know that Ace Hardware is not a franchise? Yes. Isn't that wild? It's a co-op. Ace is a place with a... I, I don't know the words. I'm really getting into jingles today. That should <laughs> um, Yeah, it was uh, allowing individual stores to purchase merchandise in bulk to save money and buy at the lowest price possible. Wow. Partnership so enabled... Yeah. You should support your local Ace Hardware. If it's you- also from Chicago, apparently. It's an originally a Chicago company. Ace. 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 Um, ace. Now, Josh, I have a game for us. Okay. Speaking of us not knowing anything about nails. Sure. I've pulled up an article <laughs> on homestratosphere.com. 29 different types of construction nails plus more. I can't wait for the more. More, more than 29. So... Okay, first off, we start off with a fun fact. Okay. The earliest crafted nails were made by ancient Egyptians and date back to 3400 BC. Mm, That's how the pyramids fit together. That's the end of the facts. So I'm going to list a type of nail for you. Okay. I'll describe the nail. So you and our listeners will all know, using these beautiful, helpful descriptions on homestratosphere.com. And I want you to tell me, we'll work together on what celebrity would be that nail spokesperson. Got it. Got okay? it. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to start off really easy and we're looking at a box nail. A box nail is the common nail that you're thinking of, but a little thinner. Oh, interesting. So I would think that a box nail based by the name would be more like stout and boxy, but it's thinner. No, is you're what wrong. You're... Yeah, yes. but I'm wrong. They are, they are so well because they are so thin. They are not good for projects that need a lot of structural strength. Oh, interesting. 
Does that change your answer? Does that change your thinking? It does change my answer. Um, I see what I'm thinking of a project that does not need a lot of structural strength is like, which actors are like constantly in movies that don't have any sort of emotional weight to them. You know, like they're always like, they're the mainstays of your fluff films, things like that. They're the stars of those kinds of like the like what straight to like DVD. A, a Kate Hudson type maybe. I think that's perfect. Something like or that. Polly Shore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I would love to see Polly Shore be the spokesperson for a box nail. I'm not, I would be surprised if they weren't already. Um, I'm scrolling down. Okay. Here's a random one. A masonry nail. Now, a masonry nail, one of the famous 29 varieties of construction nails, it is very solid and made of strong steel, and you can use them for basic masonry jobs and for attaching wood to brick, among other tasks. People are learning something today, though. It's true. This is our learning corner. Um, yep. Here's what, who I'm going to say for this one. New Zealand actor Sam Neill. Okay, go on. From... Jurassic Park from Hunt mm-hmm. for the Wilder People. Super great, super dependable. Looks like he knows how to use this kind of nail. Yeah, you know what I mean? Looks like fair, a cross functional yeah. kind of just actor and person. And yeah. his spokesperson name could be instead of Sam Neill, Sam Nail. Sam Nail. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. And he looks like the kind of person who would go, hold on, and know how to take off a shoe and start beating it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but he wouldn't like, actually say anything. He'd just look at what you're doing and be like, mm, and take off his shoe, move you out of the side, and use his, <laughs> use and his shoe it. point. And, and like, fix it. Wow. You're like, thanks, Sam Nail. Thanks, it's Sam Nail. <laughs> That's the whole Not ad. anymore. Okay, now <laughs> this is a fun flirty nail. Okay. It's called a cut clasp nail. Okay. Cut clasp nails are rectangular in section and they are almost impossible to remove and are extremely strong in jobs that involve pre-drilled masonry and wood available in one to six inches. Now, so the, what's what's highlighting here is impossible to remove. Yes. Who is somebody that tries we might as much as we want to remove them from the public brain? This we is can't. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is a cut class nail. He is. Because he thinks he's might. winning. Yes. Try as you might, you're not removing him. You're not. We're still talking about him. The long tail of Charlie Sheen forever casts a penumbra over our social landscape. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. And just when you think he's gone away, some like uncle will be like, winning. And you're like... I forgot about that, and now it's in my head again. Remember when that was the worst thing happening in the world? Um, Still is. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, All right, now this is a cute one. Okay. A sprig. A sprig is very small. It does not have a head and is often used to hold glass in place in window frames before a putty job. And then the putty will cover up the sprig. Who doesn't have a head? Who doesn't have a head and is kind of forgettable. Now, I think we can get a little bit big. No head. What about the headless horseman? Who's the who's the guy that rides on Halloween and he has the big pumpkin head? The headless horseman. 
I really wanted kind of a better name for him. Pumpkin head scat. There's there's a, there's another um what's the name? Ichabod Crane. Ichabod is the Crane name, is the guy who's being chased by the headless horseman who is actually being cuckolded. Is the whole story basically. Wait, what does that mean? Uh his uh his wife is is trying to be with the the headless horseman and the whole thing is a thing he to get Ichabod Crane out of the picture. His wife wants to date the headless horseman? Yeah, well, the headless horseman is not actually headless. He's just got a pumpkin oh. over his head. So you're telling me and Ichabod a pumpkin Crane. where it counts. You know what I mean? You're telling me that Ichabod Crane is an idiot. Uh, you're he's telling just... me Ichabod Crane instead of going that dude's wearing a pumpkin on his head goes that guy does not have a head and it has been replaced by a pumpkin. <laughs> okay, well then. How... Let's Keep let's dumb as hell. Let's jump in media res for a moment. We're in puritanical colonial New England. Well, right? we're kind of in a puritanical society anyway, aren't we? Yeah, sure. And I have come from New England. So we're in a great headspace for this. Your name is Ichabod, first and foremost. Yeah. You're probably getting on the Puritan playground bullied your entire life. Yeah. You'd probably be As called Icky. Be. Icky probably, all the time. Yeah, those kids probably have a good point, though. You you, you finally, finally find yourself in what you think is a loving relationship. Sorry, Icky. You're not, you're not satisfying. And no. so, ultimately, you, the kind of person who would blame people for witchcraft, sees someone barreling down on you with... On a horse with a gourd on their head. <laughs> of course you're going to think that they're headless. Well, and you know what? After that, he probably was like, and you know what? I think that little neighbor girl over there is a witch, so we should probably yeah, right. burn her for that. She had nothing to do with it. Yeah, the problem is that he should have been canceled for calling him headless instead of different-headed. <laughs> the different-headed horse. Well, I don't remember the story. I'm amazed how well you remember this vague thing. <laughs> So this is a thing that they, this and Paul Revere's ride are the two horse-based uh, myths that they really put into us in they elementary really school in New England. <laughs> they um, beat that shit in there deep. So so is Ichabod Crane, does he survive this fiasco? And I hope if he does, he is made fun of for the rest of his life, for the rest of eternity. They're like, hey, <laughs> they come walking and their people are just like, hey, dumbass. <laughs> Remember right, when I'm you thought a guy was headless? <laughs> All right. Wouldn't so, it be funny if the headless horseman was not even trying to make him think he was headless? <laughs> he just got his head stuck in a pumpkin that day. So it turns out that Ichabod Crane does call him the headless horseman because the horseman does one of those, like, with the pumpkin, was like, woo, and pulls his head off and hits him with it. He I guess has he hit a head. I know. I know. I don't know the logistics of it. No, you're telling me that this is a story of the two dumbest people on earth. <laughs> and this woman, this woman who was in the middle of this little headless horseman triangle had the worst taste in men. She dated both a man who just immediately assumed a guy with a gourd was headless. And she dated a guy who, and then when the horseman revealed Took off the pumpkin, revealed his head. Ichabod was still like, that guy ate a person with his mouth. 
Well, to be fair, he is the local schoolmaster and has a strong belief in all things supernatural, including the legend of the galloping Hessian of the Hollow or the Headless Horseman. Uh, I guess he wasn't married to this woman. He was trying to court Katrina von Tassel. Uh, a decision which angers Abraham Brombones Van Brunt, a local man who also wishes to marry Katrina. After supposedly proposing to Katrina, Crane is headed home alone at night. When the Headless so Horseman no. appears and chases the schoolmaster, Crane is never seen again. Honestly, what's her name? Katrina? Katrina. Good riddance, girl. You you really dodged a bullet. You know who's probably in all kinds of back pain? The headless horseman. The headless horseman. <laughs> it's it's his spine is all out of whack. If only he had Connect Chiropractic Clinic to help put that head back on straight. There's also, there can be nothing worse than like the riding and it's not like your vision, you know, you have the weight of a pumpkin mm. on your shoulders. I mean, that is double compression. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So many people are injured by having pumpkins as heads. They say for one out year. of every five people is injured each year by that. Yeah. It's the silent killer. We cannot confirm nor deny if Connect Chiropractic Clinic can help you if you do have a pumpkin for a head, especially as we go but into I have the spooky month of the year. I have an inkling. Don't worry. But what we can say is that you may have been neglecting your spine over the past couple of months, especially if you're working from home and you have new aches and pains uh, or if you've been extra anxious lately. I was going to say that is one of those like really interesting things that I didn't know until um, – we got in touch with Connect is uh, that anxiety and stress can be made worse by like things happening in your back that you don't even know of. Bodies are crazy. My body is a temple and sometimes it's in disrepair. Your body is a stress-filled wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> it's the subtext of the John Mayer song. The body is a wonderland and it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're in the Chicago area, Connect Chiropractic, and I, I realize that we haven't spelled this every time. It's K-N-E-C-H-T. Pronounced Connect, Connect Chiropractic. They are offering quality chiropractic care to patients from their office in the heart of Lakeview in Chicago. And they've been a part of that neighborhood for over 20 years. So if you're feeling... This way about your spine, about your back, about your gourd-shaped head. Being Earnest listeners can call and mention the podcast and get top quality care here in Chicago. Call Connect Chiropractic Clinic at 773-525-9100. Again, that's 773-525-9100. And, and tell them that we sent you. Giddy up. <laughs> Um, Josh, do you know what I think we all need right now? Just more time in the day to think and, and breathe. No, I need less time in the day. I need more time at night with my head on a pillow, sound asleep. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we all need a pep talk. Mm. I think we all need someone to look us in the eye. And that could mean in the physical eye or in the eye of the heart 
and mm-hmm. say, hey, buddy, you're nailing it. Sure. Sure. Are you volunteering to be that person? Well, you know, I, I always will. But I think it'd be kind of fun if we gave a few little pep talks for some very specific situations. <laughs> okay. And that way our listeners, you know, through the magic of editing, they can kind of cut it into bite-sized pieces and listen to them when there are those situations come up. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Yes. Thank you. Uh, like advice and support in these modern complicated times. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so maybe I'll give you one first. Okay, sure. Perfect. All right. Uh, Josh, your ultra specific situation that you're giving a pep talk for is somebody needs to go to the bank today because their grandma sent them a birthday check for $5. They've been putting it off for days and days and days. She just called them. She asked if they turned it in, if they submitted it, they haven't yet. And they know they have to today, but just leaving the house seems like the last thing they are capable of. All right. Hey champ. I know it's scary out there. You got to wear a mask. Being indoors somewhere that isn't your house? Forget it. But you know who matters most in this unprecedented and scary time? Family. Family matters most. And you know who sent you a generous, enormously generous check of $5 from their bank to you, Graham Graham. Graham Graham did that for you. You know what else Graham Graham did? She supported your grandfather when he went off to war, when all she had was $4. And she, in her infinite generosity, gave you five a month ago for your feels birthday? Like a, feels more like a pep talk for Graham Graham, but go on. <laughs> I know you could just use your smartphone to deposit this check, but you also got to get your steps in. You bought that Apple Watch, and you're worth it. You got to get that. You got to do that outdoor walk. Josh, more tears, more passion. This is a side coach. Come on, champ. I'm giving you a pep talk. Pep talk on a pep talk. Pep talk. You've got this. So what I'm going to need you to do? Yes. Is put on that mask. Yes, you. But just because you've got the mask on doesn't mean you've also don't have a smile. Ah! Play like a champion today. That was a great one. That was a great Thank one. You. I think the side coaching helped. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Paula, should I give you one? Yeah. Um, all right. You are at Home Depot to get just like a vacuum. Or something like that. You know what I mean? You just like classic vacuum store. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Or a broom or just something just for the house, right? And you see a plant and you're like, I need to have that plant. But you also know that you kind of don't have a green thumb. But this plant's really calling to you. Mm-hmm. And you you gotta get up the nerve to be like, I am gonna get this plant. So I'm giving a pep talk to that person. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, buddy, you know, first off, the thing is, we all got to start somewhere, right? (laughs) You're not born. I don't know who's a famous gardener. Ina Garten. (laughs) 
I'm the gardener. <laughs> You're not born with that grain of thumb, you know? You develop it through intuition, and you can't get that intuition until that plant is safe and securely in your home. You know what I mm. mean? And also, you mm -hmm. work hard. You work hard, and I think you deserve A, a little treat today, and B, a little treat that you can look at every day. Someone to share that love with and that attention and all that water that you have. <laughs> You know, and I just really think that like, you're so good at taking care of other people and maybe it's time you took care of yourself through that plant. By taking care of something else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm, very good. And it's on sale. Wow. There might even be a coupon. <laughs> Did that help? That was, that was great. That was very Thanks. good. I like Thanks, the 10,000 hours angle. The Ira oh, Glass. Yeah, like, that's what you gotta always lead in. Yeah. The like the problem is your experience, not your taste. Yes. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. Yeah. Do we want to try to tag team one together? Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Okay. Josh, do you have a do you have an angle for us to tag team one on? I think I do because I had to give myself this pep talk the other day. Okay. Um, so what we're gonna give a pep talk to is you, the listener have waited too long to take out your trash and it's getting really stinky, but you've waited and you know, it needs to go out. You really do, but it's raining currently and you got to take, take it out bad. to the garbage bin. You can start. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Have talk. <laughs> you smell that? That's the smell of people trying to keep you down. That's the smell of everyone who told you, from the beginning that you couldn't do it. You couldn't hack it. You were not going to be able to be self-sufficient and a strong, impressive adult. And buddy, you know what? You've got two rooms in that house, maybe more. And so you can leave that garbage in the kitchen. You can deal with it tomorrow and you can hide in the other room. Guess what? There's no one around to judge you. Wait. And you made that mess. <laughs> So it probably doesn't even smell that bad for you. It's not like you're going to have company over. In fact, by you not going outside, you're just kind of proving how well you are doing sticking to quarantine, you know? But it is going to get bad and you are going to have to go outside at some point. But it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> and this seems like a problem for when it's not raining. And also when you don't have anything fun to do. You, you could just order delivery because it's like it's not going to get worse. You know what I mean? And you should order delivery. <laughs> Small businesses need you now more than ever. And when else are you going to be able to eat at your favorite restaurant and do good while eating good? And while we're at it, why shower? If it's going to be stinky anyway, you're just... You gotta, you gotta ride the stink stream. You know what I mean? You just gotta make sure that you end up as a, become one with your environment because no one else is coming over. No one can smell your Zoom call. That's exactly it. And the, the, the beauty with the way life is right now is you can have that garbage sitting right underneath your feet. Stink lines coming up like you're a sim and no one will know. And that's a secret between you and that garbage and God. How did you get me to not take this trash out? Because <laughs> I 
am the queen of helping people not do their responsibilities. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it. And let me say before we end, fingernails are also a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we didn't get to them. Here's some talking points for you. What color would you like to paint your little toes? Do you like to scratch things? Are fingernails edible? I don't know. Figure it out. (laughs) I guess that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much to everybody today. But ignore me, Josh. I think we have a signature segment to get to. (laughs) We do our signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. We have a listener earnest moment here. Yay! So this is from listener Luby K. Um, Hi, Luby. She tells us, today was my twin niece's second birthday. (gasps) Oh my God, that's so cute. They didn't really realize what that meant. But they were intrigued by the presents they got. A Frozen, the movie, Lego set. I read that originally as a Lego set that was Frozen. They put it in the freezer. (laughs) Yeah, right. And a play kitchen with a shopping cart. Oh, I want those. One of them poured the Lego pieces into the shopping cart and made a break for it, pushing the cart as far away from her sister. (laughs) The other calmly sat on the floor and played with the fake food, making a burger with a plastic bun, pickles, lettuce, beef patty, mini plastic soda can, and top bun. She looked very proud of her creation. Oh, and you know what? I think you might have a little budding chef in there. That might be a little Bob's Burgers. Exactly. The only burger chef I know. And the other one is a little mini Jeff Bezos. Yeah, that's Figuring out how to combine the the, uh, blockchain and ship that out to other people and keep for themselves. That's very adorable. Happy birthday to your nieces, Luby. Happy second birthday and Aww. collectively. And I hope they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> collectively fourth birthday. <laughs> and you know what? Now that you're four, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or at least use a saw. But yeah. please do write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It makes us very, very happy when that happens. You can also uh, check out what we're up to on social media. Um, we're pretty much everywhere. We are at being earnest pod. Something that I always forget is we have a YouTube channel where all of our episodes are too. So you've, you've got cool teen nieces and nephews who don't care about anything except for YouTube. You can send them a link. Hey, Josh, teens aren't looking at YouTube. I, I thought TikTok. teens were looking at YouTube. YouTube. TikTok. Should we make a TikTok? Do we need to make no. a TikTok? No, I'm too tired. Also on YouTube, you can check out our fundraiser that we did last week that was really, really fun. We did another reading of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and we raised over $1,000 for Democratic congressional candidates, which, again, thank you you so much. Do you know the final tally? It's a little over $1,100. That's amazing. Thank you, everyone, so much. You can still watch that. Um, And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and for giving us your time. And um, remember to keep supporting the causes that you believe in. There's a lot of things that need your time and your energy right now. Um, I'm sure you're sick of hearing it, but make sure that you're registered to vote. Have a voting plan. Um, I am an election judge in Chicago. uh, So this is a standing offer. If you have specific questions about voting, about 
making a voting plan about how do I register? Where do I vote or any of that? Literally, even if we've never met, DM it to me. I'm happy to help you or happy to help connect you with someone who can. I got my mail-in ballot in the mail uh, on Saturday, which yes, is very exciting. Yes, on the 24th. Um, as always, thank you so much to our good friends, Ryan Cruz, for the beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at @rbcruiser, and our buddy Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. Uh, the, the big thing with Dylan is he has released a music project. It's called Death Love. And I literally could not love it more. We ended with it a little bit last week. It is so good. Even if I did not know and love Dylan, I would be like, this song rules. So check out Death Love. Um, Clear It Up is the single off the album right now. And like, you're, you're, you're just going to love it. You're just, he's such a great musician and a great person. And that's everywhere. That's Spotify, Apple, all of it. And remember, if you're ever being courted in colonial puritanical New England, you can do when better than when you're being in that. You could do better than Ichabod Crane. We all can. See you next Thanks, week. Everybody.